0: My dear brothers and sisters in Christ In today's gospel from Mark chapter 10 Verse 35 to 45 We are told that James and John The sons of Zebedee Approached Jesus Master they said to him We want you to do us a favor He said to them What is it you want me to do for you? They said to him, Allow us to sit one at your right hand and the other at your left in your glory. You do not know what you are asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup that I must drink? Or be baptized with the baptism with which I must be baptized? They replied, We can. Jesus said to them, The cup that I must drink, you shall drink, and with the baptism with which I must be baptized, you shall be baptized. But as for seats at my right hand or my left, these are not mine to grant. They belong to those to whom they have been allotted. When the other ten heard this, they began to feel indignant with James and John. So Jesus called them to him and said to them, You know that among the pagans, their so-called rulers lord it over them, and their great men make their authority felt. This is not to happen among you. No. Anyone who wants to become great among you must be your servant. And anyone who wants to be first among you must be slave to all. For the Son of Man himself did not come to be saved, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Beloved in Christ, from this reading, we are reminded that Jesus is approachable. Jesus is approachable. We are told that James and John, the sons of Zebedee, approached Jesus. They went to Jesus. They approached him. Friends, Jesus is approachable. Who is an approachable person? An approachable person is a friendly person. An approachable person invites people to himself or herself. An approachable person is understanding, a person who understands. An approachable person is sympathetic. An approachable person is non-judgmental. Friends, and we see these qualities even in the second reading of today. We are told that since in Jesus, the Son of God, we have the supreme high priest who has gone through to the highest heaven, We must never let go of the faith that we have professed. For it is not as if we had a high priest who was incapable of feeling our weakness with us. But we have one who has been tempted in every way that we are, though he is with our son. Let us be confident then in approaching the throne of grace, that we shall have mercy from him, and find grace when we are in need of help. So you see, let us have confidence in approaching the throne of grace. It means Jesus and his throne are approachable. In the gospel, we are told James and John approach Jesus. If Jesus was not approachable, they would not be able to get to him. Jesus is approachable. The second reading confirms by saying that we should be confident in approaching the throne of grace. Dear friends, Jesus is more than ready and willing and welcoming. Jesus is welcoming us. He is waiting for us. We are told that he feels with us. He has been tempted even in the way we have been tempted, just that he, didn't, he did not sin. So there is nothing new that we are going through that Jesus never went through. Friends, in Matthew chapter 11 verse 28, Jesus himself declares, "Come to me." Come to me. Jesus wants us to come It's like you love somebody when you are in love. You want your beloved to come. You are expecting your beloved. You get excited anytime you behold your loved one coming to you. In a sense, Jesus or God for that matter, He loves us. God has loved us. He loves us so much that He gave His only begotten Son to us. The love of God for us is so intense. It is is immeasurable. But just like human beings, even more than that, for God, he is excited when we approach him. God is excited when we come to him. Look at even the request of James and John. It sounds funny or even um, it's ridiculous. Yet because Jesus loves them and because he is approachable, he allowed them to pour out their hearts. he tolerated them so to speak he accepted them and he dialogued with them he spoke with them jesus is waiting for us to come and speak with him jesus is waiting for us to approach him in john 6 verse 37 he says anyone who comes to him he will not reject jesus says anyone who comes to him any one of us irrespective of our past irrespective of our present the good news is that God or Jesus says we should come to him. He will not cast us away. Let us have this confidence, the second reading tells us, in approaching the throne of grace. Friends, when we come to Jesus, we receive his mercy. When we come to Jesus, we receive grace to continue the Christian journey. Friends, sometimes the devil deceives some of us to think that, oh, I have to be perfect before I go to, God, I go to church. I have to be perfect. I have to put things right before I then go to God. Friends, we cannot put things right on our own. It is precisely why, uh, it is precisely because things are not right that we need Jesus. If things are right with us, we don't need Him. If we are perfect, we don't need God. And friends, the good news is that God wants us to come as we are. Don't let your past, let us not allow our past, our mistakes, and even our present mistakes and sins prevent us from approaching Jesus. Jesus wants us to come to him just as we are. Love covers a multitude of sins. Love will always forgive, 1 Corinthians 13, love will always forgive. And because God loves us, let us run to him. Second, Corinthians says we should go to him and we will receive his mercy. Let us run to God. He cares about us. He loves us. That is the truth. Let us not be deceived by the inner voices from the enemy, the suggestive voices of the enemy, that God doesn't love us and that we should sit down and work things out before we go to God. No! We cannot be perfect without God. We need Him. And in our imperfection, let us run to Him. God will never forsake us. Jesus will never forsake us. Jesus is approachable And he is waiting for us Listen to what happened When James and John approached him They even made a wrong request So to speak Yet he had time to listen to them Don't bother so much about what you will say Or that or that No, you make time and sit before him Make time and go Jesus is waiting for us Look at what happened When the ten heard this they Began to feel indignant With James and John so Jesus called them to, him, to himself and said to them, you see, an approachable person is understanding. He is sympathetic. He is non-judgmental. Even amidst the confusion before, between the disciples, Jesus didn't condemn them. He called them to himself and educated them. He called them to himself and explained issues to them. Jesus wants to explain some things to us. Jesus wants to teach us. But we must be teachable by making time to sit at his feet. When the other ten had this they began to feel indignant with James and John, so Jesus called them to himself and said, Jesus called them to him and said to them, Friends, Jesus has a message for you. And he is calling you. Jesus called them to himself and began to tell them. Jesus wants to tell us something, but we must respond to that call. We must respond to his call, his invitation. He is waiting for us. And remember, He is approachable. Second reading says, we should be confident. We should be confident when we are approaching the throne of grace. Why? Because we will receive mercy. We will receive grace to help us. And take note, it says, we should never let go of the faith that we have professed. You know, there's a part of the Mass after the homily on Sundays and solemnities, we say, let us profess our faith. Friends, that declaration and that confession we make, that profession of faith, I think we we'll have to get another day and talk about it. But friends, that act is a serious matter, it's a serious business. Take note, we begin, we begin by saying, I believe in God the Father Almighty, and we keep declaring our belief in Jesus Christ. Friends, it is a constant renewal of our faith in Jesus Christ. It it is a constant renewal of what it means to be born again. We declare, we receive Jesus over and over again. No, Jesus says, "Whoever declares, whoever believes in his heart and speaks out that Jesus is Lord shall be saved." So every Sunday and every solemnity, what happens during the profession of faith is that we reaffirm and rededicate and recommit our life to Jesus and renew our salvation, so to speak. So to speak. So every Sunday, if we have drifted away and we come and we profess our faith, we re. Claim our salvation, so to speak. We reaffirm our our salvation. We rededicate our lives to Jesus. So it's a very important aspect of the celebration of the Eucharist, the profession of our faith. We declare our faith and our trust that Jesus is our Savior. And in doing so, we are renewing day in and out. We are renewing our commitment to Jesus and we are renewing to him that he is our Lord and personal Savior. So friends, that profession of faith during Mass is very, very important. Let us always be conscious of what we say and say it with all our heart. We must never let go of the faith that we have professed. We are told in today's second reading that never let go of the faith that we have professed. For it is not as if we had a high priest who was incapable of feeling our weaknesses with us. But we have one who has been tempted in every way that we are. Though he is with our son. So Jesus knows what we are going through. Jesus knows what you are going through. He understands what we are going through and he wants to help us. And the letter to the the, the author to the Hebrews tells us, Let us be confident then in approaching the throne of grace. What are you waiting for, my brother? What are you waiting for, my sister? Let us approach the throne of grace. This throne of grace is approachable. Jesus' throne is approachable and he is waiting for us. That is the good news. James and John took advantage and went to Jesus and approached him. And Jesus himself invited them after he realized we were having a misunderstanding. He called them to himself and spoke to them. These are signs of an approachable, of an approachable person. And remember, we get also another important insight in the gospel. When they asked to be seated on the left and on the right, Jesus told them, You do not know what you are asking, Jesus said. And he goes on the reply, We can, Jesus said to them, The cup that I must drink, you shall drink. And with the baptism with which I must be baptized, you shall be baptized. But as for the seats at my right hand or my left these are not mine to grant they belong to those to whom they have been allotted this is an interesting insight friends there is something the lord has allotted for you and for me no one can take it as long as we remain in jesus christ our future is secured take note of that they belong to those to whom they have been allotted our future has been allotted and it is secured ephesians 1 verse 3 tells us we have been blessed in christ we have been blessed in christ our future in christ is secured our positions have been allotted no one can take it and that is why we should eschew every form of unhealthy competition friends james and john wanted to occupy places And Jesus tells them, Those places have been allotted by my Father. Friends, it doesn't matter what people do or say against you or for you. Friends, the good news is that your position has been allotted to you by God. God has already allotted your position, no one can take it. Don't envy anybody. Don't envy anybody and don't look down on anybody. Don't be angry at anybody. Just remain focused. Your position is allotted and no one can take it away from you. My position is secured. My future, your future is secured in Christ. No one, no matter what they do, no one can take your position. You just make sure you remain intact in Christ. The Lord has taken care of our future. Your future is secured in Christ. No one, he said, they belong to those to whom they have been allotted. Good news for us. Our places have been allotted to us. Our future destinations have been allotted to us. And the good news is that these are beautiful places. Jesus, uh, Jeremiah tells us, I alone know the plans I have for you plans to bring you to an expected end plans to prosper you not to destroy you friends your future is bright my future is bright our future is bright in fact we are complete in christ our places have been allotted your destiny and my destiny are secured is secured in Christ. No one can take your place. Don't be in a hurry to do anything. Just follow Jesus. Don't be anxious. No wonder the Paul tell us be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer. Everything by prayer and supplication. In other words, in everything, approach the throne of grace. In everything, approach Jesus. In everything, go to Jesus. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, approach Jesus and for your heart approach jesus and ask for direction approach jesus and ask him questions on your heart he will lead you he will listen to you and he will guide you even if we are making mistakes he will correct us and guide us that is the good news so we are reminded by the author to the hebrews be confident let us be confident then in approaching jesus christ jesus never condemns us jesus wants us to come to him for there is now no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Romans eight verse one, and uh, Romans five verse one also in verse nine. Romans eight one, Romans five one, and Romans five verse nine. We have been justified in Christ. We have been justified in Christ. In Christ Jesus, we are blessed. In christ jesus our future is secured in christ jesus our destiny is safe and secured in, in him in christ jesus no one can take your place in christ jesus there is an allotted portion an allotted future for you a bright allotted future don't be shaken. jesus is for you and god is for you we are blessed beyond measure even people can rush And try to take those positions like James and John. But friends, once it is not theirs, no one can take it. Once it is yours, no one can take it. Be rest assured. Remain close to Christ. Remain in Him. And remember to approach the throne of grace always. For we are invited to do so in confidence. Knowing very well that we will receive mercy and grace if only we approach him. May the Lord, may your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. The Responsorial Psalm. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. May Mary, our mother, pray for us to be confident in approaching the throne of grace. And may she intercede for us so that we'll make it a habit to always approach Jesus, to always go to Jesus. For Jesus is approachable. Jesus is approachable. He is friendly. He is understanding. He is sympathetic. He is non-judgmental. He wants to help us. May we remain blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. May we remain blessed. We are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.